0: Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday. The new league year is set to begin this afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern. That is when the Packers have to be cap-compliant as they continue to work on the roster. Um, we'll see what moves are made throughout the day. Headline, obviously, is what will happen with Devontae Adams. Will they be able to get a long-term deal done, there? thereby greatly reducing his cap hit, which is set to be hovering just over $20 million on the franchise tag. We will see how the day plays out. Uh, headline overnight, the Packers have lost interior offensive lineman Lucas Patrick to the Bears. Uh, Patrick signing a two-year deal, $4 million guaranteed. Not the greatest player, but a guy you want on your football team. I've already seen some Packers fans diminishing and dismissing his contributions in green and gold and I'm telling you as a play to the echo of the whistle brawler along the interior, a guy who stepped in at center after the Packers rookie, Josh Myers went down and gave them play at a level that allowed the offense to operate and not having to change anything. When Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, that's pretty significant in the type of contribution he gave to the Packers. I for one will sorely miss him in greeting gold. Um, we'll see what the packers do along their you know offensive line when it comes to depth having now cut billy turner and lost lucas patrick uh, in free agency it'll be interesting to see um if they continue kind of you know looking to day 3 and looking at college offensive tackles and converting them to guard is what they like to do and they've been pretty damn successful at it uh, the other bit of news coming out of yesterday is the packers are awarded two compensatory draft picks in the fourth and seventh round extra selections. And now, unlike years past, uh, more recently now, you are allowed to trade those. So that is more ammunition for Brian Gutekunst to work up and down the draft board if he so chooses. Uh, those are awarded to the Packers for the losses of Corey Lindsley and Jamal Williams last offseason. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Uh, had a Super Chat right away, I believe. want to make sure I don't miss anybody. Yeah, we had Sean right away. What's up, Sean? Right off the top. Thanks to the Super Chat, buddy. The time for reason was a month ago, and it failed miserably. Now, screw the cap. Our 2024 dumpster fire will keep our new Lombardis warm. Well, I love that you, you got the Lombardis in there, so that's good, at least in your doom, uh, apocalyptic world that uh, the Packers have won a, another Lombardi, so I'll take that. Now, look, I mean, I make jokes on Twitter about, you know, the upcoming cap issues and what have you, and no doubt about it, yesterday I made a video about how it's Super Bowl or bust in a way it has not been in Green Bay for quite some time in the sense of pushing money out, damn the torpedoes, we're going to try and win another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback, and that is all, you know, I stand by all that, but I say all this knowing that, you know, Russ and Brian are sitting in their 1265 Lombardi without a plan. Like, they're not just flying blind here. I don't want anyone to get that idea, right? That that's what I think, or that's what most Packers Packers fans think, because I think most of us understand they have, you know, an idea of what they want to do in the next three years, right? And what the repercussions of these actions are and what they're going to do when the bill comes due. I have little doubt that there has been discussion and there will be ongoing discussion about how they're going to handle that. All that said, man, I, I'm here. I'm here with you in the sense of just give me a Lombardi. <laughs> like I just the rest of it, they'll deal with it. Just I want to see Aaron and company hoisting that trophy one more time. That is that is what it's all about. Give it to us. Uh good morning, everybody. Look at all these fine folks chiming in. Kerry, we need depth, so let's go get some goot. He most oh, certainly will, no doubt about it. It's big B big B is here. What's up, Big B? How are you doing? Sandy, good morning. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Lucas, thank you for the super chat. What do you think is most likely to happen with Tay? I got to be honest. I don't have a good feeling either way. Not in the sense of like, I'm, you know, I feel good about what's going to happen, but just in the sense of, I can't get a handle on, you know, one minute I'm thinking, all right, they're just going to let this ride out and they'll get a deal done eventually this off season, but they're going to live with a $20 million cap hit as of 4 p.m. Eastern this afternoon. And then there's another part of me that goes, that's insane. There's no way they can do that. They'll definitely get something done prior to 4 o'clock. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm really kind of in the weeds in a quandary here on this one. Um, I think if they get something done, it's going to be because they caved to the idea of giving Devontae guaranteed money uh, two or three years down the line in this deal, which would line up pretty perfectly with the deal that Aaron Rodgers just signed when you look at the, um, you know, the cap relief that Rogers gave them, especially in those first two years, you know, maybe they construct it where, you know, you're, you're able to fit Devante in at a little bit of a higher number and you give them a bunch of guarantees. We'll see how they, they go about it, but yeah, I don't have a great feeling for which way it's going to go. I could, I could legitimately see either happening. So so it makes it so fun, right? <laughs> I just want to know. Just keep Devante around. Josh, thanks for the super chat. I'd give Adams a three-year, $70 million contract max with him turning 30 this year. Uh, who's to say? Maybe that's what they're offering. Um, I know there's been reports out there that he turned down a incredibly lucrative deal um, that would have made him the highest paid wide receiver, etc. Of course, it is about structure. Um, I would take all of those reports with a grain of salt. But three for 70, um, you know, I, I I could see it, but I would think the Packers would want uh, to spread the years out a little bit more. But who knows what, what it'll take to wrap that deal up. Chris, thanks for the Super Chat. Am I alone in wishing it was January 2023 already? No, because the journey is the fun part, right? Come on. Now, I understand it, and it is going to be like this probably for the next two or three years with Aaron at the helm as far as what's the end game? How does it end? Do they hoist Lombardi? Let's skip to the playoffs kind of mentality. But you got to win those games first to get to the playoffs. And that's part of the Sunday morning, getting ready, making your Bloody Mary, getting ready for the game, picking out your fit, get to Lambo or in front of your television, however you're watching the game. You do that 17 times, enjoy the journey. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Donald, do you think they will keep MVS? Ooh, baby, that's a good one. I I still I still tend to doubt it. And I know I've had a couple people in my mentions asking, "Well, is it a good sign that he hasn't signed, you know, already during this kind of tampering period here on Monday and Tuesday?" I don't think it means much of anything. I think there's little doubt that the Packers will be making a call to MVS today and his people, and they'll try to make something work. Now, it's really, I think, going to come down to what MVS's appetite is as far as he could stick in Green Bay for another couple of years, pump up his numbers, play with Aaron. But he's going to have to do it on a deal that would be, I mean, not significantly, but pretty noticeably less than he would have gotten on the open market. And if he's hell bent on getting this big chunk of, you know, bite at the apple, this is the time to do it. You know, it's a pretty good time to hit the market and see what's out there. And now maybe he does. And maybe he gets out there and doesn't like what he finds. Maybe there isn't a $10 million a year deal on offer. I tend to think there will be, but say that doesn't materialize, then the Packers can say, Hey, you know, if you don't find what you like, come on back. There's every possibility that that's the conversation that happens today. So I hope so. I really hope so, but um, I don't feel great about it. Um, Alan, thank you for the super chat. Nags, all due respect, in my humble opinion, the die was cast when they signed Aaron Jones last year. All in from Aaron, for it, Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. All due respect, were you saying something, like, controversial there? Hmm. Yeah, the Aaron Jones deal was always a two-year deal, though, you know? I understand what you're saying as far as, like, running it back and keeping the band together, so to speak, etc. But, you know, it wasn't like they committed some outlandish amount to Jones, especially comparative with what he probably would have gotten on the open market. And you have to think there's a very good possibility they move on from Aaron Jones after this season, the way that contract is structured. I mean, I hear you. It has been, right? It has been, we're going to kind of run it back with Aaron and try and get another Lombardi, and we're going to keep this band together as much as we can, as long as we can. So I hear what you're saying there, but I don't think there was the opportunity to turn the page last summer the way there there was this summer prior to signing Aaron to this extension. Uh, but that's all gone now. No question about it. Da-da-da-da-da. Pumpkin pie. What's up, man? <laughs> what what a super chat. How good was Ryan Longwell? He was really good. He upset a lot of people on his way out of town because he made some quip when he signed with the Vikings about how it was nice to be in a city where you could have more choices of where to eat other than just an Applebee's. And that's not a direct quote, but it's pretty close. Um, that's why I think a lot of kind of the discussion and dialogue around Ryan maybe gets colored a little bit because of his time with the Vikings, but he was really good, really solid kicker, a good player, good guy played well in green Bay. I got nothing bad to say about Ryan. He was a really good player. He was really good. I mean, I don't think he's as good as Mason Crosby has been, but he was, yeah, excellent kicker for the Packers. No doubt um eric thank you for the super sticker greatly appreciated man marshall thank you for the super chat i'm no salary cap savant but can you school me on the actual terms of the rogers contract oh hell no uh you saw that most of the few years would be in the form of a signing bonus help um i would caution you know any kind of breakdown of rogers contract from anyone who hasn't actually read it which i have not um i think ken ingles has finally got his hands on a copy so um, I know he's been tweeting out some nuggets from the, uh, from the deal onto his timeline. I would suggest you take a look at that. Um, I do know that it is cap friendly those first couple of years. And I know there was some semantic fucking bullshit nonsense. Like there always is on Twitter about, oh it's that cap friendly. It's not team friendly. It's is cap friendly. Like it helps them in the situation with the cap those next two years. That is not in dispute. Um, other than that, it really does kind of set up as a two-year deal. And then they will probably have a pretty serious discussion after that. Um, but other than that, I would, I would be loath to pretend like I've seen the contract and give you any kind of reading on the details. Um, I think uh, another Twitter feed you want to check out is Tom Silverstein's. He's done a really good job of, look, getting into the nitty-gritty. Like one thing he put out last night what I found fascinating was Aaron Rodgers has a $50,000 workout bonus. Usually these are $500,000 workout bonuses for full participation it's like you have to hover around 87 percent in offseason workouts right aaron's got a fifty thousand dollar bonus for showing up for three days in the offseason what as i quipped it just means he's given jordan love all the offseason reps what a team player i don't know so that's what i mean those are the kinds of things that are in there that i wouldn't know unless someone read it and put it out on you know social media or on a website somewhere I haven't looked at the contract yet, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have. But I do know it helps the Packers with the cap for the next two years. Of that, there is little dispute. I mean, he literally got down to just over 28 million in a cap hit from 47 million he was set to be, set to be heading into 2022. That alone is a major win. Joseph, thanks for the super chat. Devontae deserves his money. Who the hell should be expected to take a pay cut? Would Akeem Hicks take a pay cut to come to Green Bay? (laughs) If he wants to ring Chase, sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. The problem with Akeem, of course, is staying on the field, something he's been unable to do these last few years. I think, you know, he's getting older. His body's breaking down. But, man, when he is on the field and he is playing, oh, baby. Uh, I saw Eddie Goldman is visiting the Ravens, which is too bad because I was really hoping the Packers would be in on that totally not surprised that they're not. But, man, I'd love Akeem Hicks and Kenny Clark together. Oh, baby. But I doubt that's going to happen. But, yes, Devontae deserves every penny. No question. Jano, thanks for the super chat. I don't mind if MVS walks. He seems injury prone, and perhaps a young rookie can make a big impact. A young rookie? Wait, are you – the young rookie at wide receiver, the position where Aaron Rodgers needs everything to be just so? The rookie is going to come in and do that over MVS, who he's been playing with for the last four years. I'm not sure I agree with your police work there. And I'd also point out how maybe not stilted, but how noticeably uh, subdued the offense became in MVs's absence, not only you know, in the playoff game but really throughout the season. He is a he has a special dynamic that certainly helps open things up not just in his production on the field, but how he affects coverages and how teams play the Packers. You certainly saw that against the 49ers in January. No doubt about that. Marshall, I saw, sorry. (laughs) It's okay, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Eric, thanks for the Super Chat. How come the A-Rod deal is being advertised as a two-year deal? The way I see it, it is a three-year deal because the first two years are guaranteed. That third year is not guaranteed. That's the major kind of point there. Um, after that third year of that second year, sorry, Aaron could very easily just say, yeah, I'm out. Um, that's the commitment. Those guarantees are basically your roadmap for what the commitment is. So that would be why Chris, thanks for the super chat. Letting Corey Lindsley go makes so much sense. Let so much less sense. If we get, if we let Aaron Joes go after two seasons, uh, I don't get that at all. That's like an Escher painting in a super chat. Because yeah, no. What? I mean, they drafted a rookie on a cheap ass deal who's playing at a really good high level, and will only get better. Yeah, he missed some time this year because of injury, but can't pay everybody. You know, the offense can operate. On you go. And get that one, John. Thanks for the super chat. Hey Nags, will there be Bojo bombs next season? We'll see, John. Saw the Rams just let go of Hecker. Um, so you got to think there's a influx of talent on the market. Um, I hope so. I hope they bring him back. Really liked what he did his first year in Green Bay. But we will see. Uh, Joe B., thanks for the Super Chat. Any word of Z's injury occurred outside the facility last year? Technically, would have been NFI, but Pac still chose to pay him in case he could play. I'm pretty sure it happened outside the facility. It was a non-football injury um, when he arrived at camp he was on the NFI for the like month, the first month until he finally came off of it, like late August. So yeah, it's, it absolutely happened outside the facility. No question about it. If Devon won't play, do you trade him? Well, you know what you mean? Cause he said he won't play or he told the Packers he won't play on the franchise tag. I mean, if it gets to that point, sure, but it's not going to get to that point. Cameron, thanks for the super chat. Bulaga reunion? Oh, good question. I saw a lot of this yesterday on Twitter. I would very much doubt it. Um, You know, there's a reason the Packers moved on. There's a reason the Chargers are moving on. Brian's an excellent player, but his inability to stay on the field is very, you know, very apparent and very real. Um, The later into his career he gets, it's not like he's getting any younger. This is magically going to reverse itself. I think, again, when he's on the field, I think he's really good, but those instances are becoming fewer and farther between. Um, Now, the wild card here, of course, is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron loves Brian. He's talked about him a lot. I know David would love to get Brian back in the locker room, so if there is some kind of player push, who knows in this new world we live in (laughs) with the salary cap be damned and Aaron Rodgers having a say in stuff? Who knows? Possibly. But I would be very surprised if they went down that road. Again, not that I, I love it in the sense of like, you love his level of play. He's a great player, but his ability to stay on the field is, has been greatly diminished. Uh, James, thanks for the super chat word. Cobb will be back. Can we call slot Rogers a wasted pick then the 12 effect? I want EQ to peak. We can't deal with a better brother at Detroit. (laughs) There's so much going on in this super chat. Um, no, Rogers isn't a wasted pick. He had a rookie season where he barely played because of Cobb's presence. But that doesn't mean he's been a wasted pick. He's still got three years on his rookie deal. We'll see how he develops. You guys are so quick. And you guys, I don't mean just you, James. I just mean the internet. Is it a youth thing? Is this like a generational thing? Like a one, a one season in the NFL and it's a waste? What? Come on, guys. What if he breaks out next year? like has 800 yards, five touchdowns, um, and really helps kind of take the offense to the next level, which could potentially happen. We don't know. Can we just let things play out a little bit before we call it a bust or a waste or whatever? No, not a wasted pick in any way, shape, or form, even with Cobb back. I want EQ to peak. I would love that. I love EQ. Um, We'll see if he's uh, part of the plan, though. Samuel, thanks for the super chat. We should not forget MVS balled out in the NFC Championship game 2020. Samuel, legit the only guy on offense who showed up on that fateful afternoon. Go back and watch that game. He is fucking outstanding in that game. Well-remembered, Samuel. Well-remembered. Eric, thank you for the super chat. Any chance we see a Roswell Douglas contract announcement today? Oh, I'm hoping. I know it's been fun watching the kind of back and forth as far as the rising and falling of the sentiment about whether he will be back or not. I think it began with Aaron Wilson's report that, you know, the Packers planned on bringing him back. And then there was a report. oh well, they're they're definitely talking. And then there was a report late yesterday. Mm, the talks have broken off, blah, blah, blah. And as I said, and I think I tweeted it out. I retweeted a Cheesehead TV tweet on it. A lot of ball game left. A lot could happen today, so I'm right here on Rasul. I hope they figure out a way to get that done today. Um, today, by the way, yeah, I know we've been talking, but today could be nuts from the standpoint of who they bring back, who they let go, who they cut, etc. So stick by your twitters, Eric. Thanks for the super chat. If no one signs him, could the Packers bring back Bulaga on a lower deal as a backup tackle? Theoretically, sure, but I'd be very, 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 very surprised. Joe, thanks for the super chat with COVID rules. Teams didn't have to play, pay NFI. That's a good question, Joe. I'm not sure. I don't think that's the case, but I'll have to look. That's a really good question. Um, Fluskers, thanks for the super chat. Any chance we get Allen Robinson? I guess a very, very, very remote one. Um, you know, he has said point blank, it came down to the Packers and the Bears last time around in free agency, and he chose the Bears. A poor choice, one might say. Um, So there's been interest before from from Green Bay. Now, obviously, they're in a very different situation, a very different cap situation. But hell, if they make the pitch, come chase a ring, sign a one-year deal, bump up your numbers with Aaron, pass happy offense, I could see it. But I think it would, take Robinson being willing to sign a really cheap deal. And I don't know if that's in the cards, Eric. Thanks for the super sticker, buddy. Josh. Thanks for the super chat. Love was a great pick. And I hope we keep him. We'll see. I mean, people, again, this is like the Rogers thing, the Amari Rogers thing. It's like people are so ready and willing and hoping and racing to label the pick. Like, and we all know that pick, absolutely prompted Rodgers' kind of rededication, commitment, focus, etc. to kind of help. I'm not going to say it it was the impetus, but it certainly helped Rodgers round into this MVP shape we've seen the last few years. Um, so if that is all that pick ever does, I mean, it's a pretty damn good pick. But we have yet to see how this plays out as far as Jordan's career in Green Bay, such as it is. Brandon, thanks for the Super Chat. 17 was tagged with non-exclusive tag, correct? Would it be crazy to see a win-now team with a cheap QB, i.e. the Chargers, offer two firsts needed? I'd be shocked if someone sent two first-round picks for a wide receiver, even if it's somebody as great as Devontae. I mean, oh God, the last time I can even think of something like that was what, when the Cowboys sent two firsts to Seattle for Joey Galloway. I just I don't think they're... No matter how great he is, I just don't see a team, even with somebody, a team with a quarterback on a rookie deal, thinking the positional value is there. But, hey, man, crazy shit happens every day in the NFL, so I, all it takes is one GM, right? But, man, I'd be very, very surprised. Eric, thanks for the Super Chat. Do you think the Packers could go after Chenault since the Jags are reportedly shopping him maybe a day three pick? I think that, I my guess is that's a lot of, fantasy football thinking. I would be very, very surprised if the Packers went that route. Could they? Sure. But that's not really how they operate traditionally. But as we all know, we're in a brand new world when it comes to Green Bay. Eric, thanks for the super chat. I think we should go out and re-sign Z Smith at a lower cap number. His effect on the 2021 playoff game was amazing. Um, Who was it? There was someone, I can't, maybe was it Garofalo? Somebody put out there that there will be no re-signing at a lower rate. Um, this is a pretty clean break from the Packers and Zedarius that there will be no reunion most hated thanks to the super chat patience is fading is a fading virtue nags people want teams to get stellar players straight out of the draft and they can and they will and they do not every single one Chris thanks to the super chat it's incredible that the love pick was already two years ago I feel like it was sitting in front of my tv freaking out about it just yesterday wow yeah and here we are a couple years in a pandemic later Who would have thunk it? (laughs) All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Like I said, expect a lot to happen throughout the day today leading up to the 4 p.m. deadline. We'll see how it develops, what develops. Keep it here at Cheesehead TV for all the latest. Please, please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans. Worldwide.